Okay, so Crown Jewel is coming up for WWE. They're going over to Saudi Arabia. They've got a show on Thursday. So they, I don't know if they're leaving today or tomorrow. I'm not sure what their schedule is for going over there. But it's a trip. I mean, I think they're all heading out of San Francisco, which I've done that flight from San Francisco to Saudi Arabia. Whoo! It is a doozy. Two Just times? A, I've done it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think we flew out of San Francisco both times, but either way, who cares about that? That's like a minor detail. But yes, I've been over to Saudi Arabia twice. Um, I went for not the first time that WWE went over there. They went over there and did a show, but the first time that they did like the televised pay-per-view version of it. So there was no women on the show. I was the first female to go over and get to be a part of a show like that and to be able to be performing in some capacity so you know of course I was on commentary with Michael Cole and Corey Graves and being able to call what ended up being like a four-hour pay-per-view I've been able to do that twice now um and now women have wrestled over there that has changed but you know one of the times we went over there we actually brought over um Natalia and Alexa Bliss and they were like suited and booted waiting to go like waiting for the sports commission to say if they were going to give them the green light to wrestle and then they ended up pulling the trigger and they weren't able to actually uh, wrestle while we were there, which obviously was a bummer. But as WWE is trying to, you know, break more ground and trying to advance uh, the sport in Saudi Arabia, it was cool to have the women there anyways as they're kind of making these milestones. But now women have wrestled there twice and now there will be a third time with them going Were over this time nervous yeah like, I feel like oh my I gosh be nervous like I I, I like secretly like I want to go to Saudi Arabia because I just feel like I don't know like I just want to see what well, it's, it's like. a life and experience curious. and that's how I kind of looked at it it's like it's a life experience also to scared. see the world it is it is certainly it was it was scary like, I before do I wrong. went yeah. But I also that's, like, yeah, I don't know. Because you hear these stories. You're not really sure what you're getting into. You're coming into it so like Americanized, trying to adjust and be respectful to their culture and to their country. Do you get country. in trouble for PDA over there? Right? Oh, I would certainly not recommend doing that at yeah. all. I think so I've my husband came with me. John came with me and the first time that I went, John came. The second time, I don't think he was with WW anymore. He already left. But the first time he came over with me and he actually wasn't even booked on that pay-per-view. He just came to be there with me um, because you're not – what I had understood is that women uh, cannot be out in public unless they're escorted by uh, a man. Go, yeah, you can't go into Saudi Arabia just as a woman either. You have to be accompanied by a man to even get into Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so I – I really didn't feel like I had to jump through those hoops. Granted, I had arrived on our charter jet with like 30 other men or however many people were on the card. Um, right. But yeah, being. But I mean, like if I just wanted to go, I couldn't just go. Right. Like, I, I, I don't can't think so. Like, I, no, I can't. I actually know because when I was living in Singapore, I know okay. like, some, some females that were going and she's like, we have to be accompanied by our um, by our father or husband or something. It has to be some somebody from your household. Group. Yes. Yeah, it has to be like somebody that. from your family. So John came with me and I had like my own private dressing room. It was like I had my dressing room and Hulk Hogan had his dressing room and then everyone else was like doing their own thing. But um, yeah, as I was getting ready to go over there, I was nervous and I was scared because I didn't know what I was walking into. All I know is like, you know, the information. So I had to wear this black. I ordered this dress off of like Amazon and it was uh, this like high collar, like turtleneck style black dress that went all the way down to my wrists, all the way down to my ankles um, to be fully covered. Also keep in mind that it's 
so we both live in Las Vegas. It's like if you combined a Las Vegas summer with a Texas summer, that's what the weather is like there. So it is like hot as hell, so humid as well. So I'm like sweating. My my eyelashes are running off in every possible direction. It was so hot. But the thing that was really cool. So, I mean, yeah, you go into it feeling like nervous, like, holy shit, I'm going to Saudi Arabia. Am I in over my head? What am I getting myself into? To getting there, getting the hotel, we had you know, beautiful accommodations. We stayed at like a Four Seasons hotel, the best food layout you could ever imagine. Like the spread was incredible. They treated us so well. Mm. Um, And then getting to the event, actually even from getting off the, the bus into the hotel, there were fans there that wanted to meet us and people were so thankful and grateful to have a woman on the broadcast. I had men and women from Saudi Arabia just saying how cool it was that I was there and that I got to be on the show because, you know, there was like some headlines like about me going over, over doing it is. Yeah. Women so didn't it was, even get to drive over there legally until recently. So I don't even think women, women were going to, to the shows. I don't think they were going to the shows at all. When I went, there were women at the shows and there were children so you were at the like shows. like a hero over there to them seeing a woman do something like that. You it was just it was really important that was to them. It, and, you know, it having the little girls, like, I'll always remember that when I walked out to get to the commentary desk uh, to call the show and having little girls come up to me and they knew my name and they were like so excited that I was there. They wanted my autograph. So it was really, really cool to um, to, to just be able to be something that they can see for change that's happening within their country. And like I said, I've been there twice. So the second time I went back, much more change had happened. They're progressing at such an incredible rate that we were able to have women on the card and they were able to wrestle. Um, And I got a little bit more of an experience of Saudi Arabia when I was there too the second time because we went out, we went shopping and, you know, we got to just experience what, I think it was in Riyadh, that we were at that we got to yeah I went into like a Louis Vuitton and got to go shopping and just like walk around the streets it was it really was a cool life experience did you cover your hair so I did I did at first I got the the head wraps to cover my hair especially the first time I was like dotting my eyes crossing my t's I was making sure that I did absolutely everything that I needed to do but then on the second time around I was actually given the heads up by locals of like you don't have to cover your hair because I'm not Muslim so that is that is something that applies to the Muslim women and me not and me doing that if I were to cover my hair and I'm not Muslim it's almost uh, I think it was actually more of a sign of disrespect of me doing that, you know? So everyone there has to be Muslim though, right? So they would know you're a foreigner, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, if you were resident there, I think it's required. I think so too. And, uh, you know, granted, I can't fully speak to that because I didn't do all the research to see exactly what that was because I was given the edict. Did you see any other women? Yeah, I did. So what was really cool? Yeah. So we went when we went out shopping, we went into uh, Louis Vuitton at like one in the morning because their their stores stay open super late because like I said, it's so hot there. A lot of stuff shuts down in the middle of the day and then it opens up again once the sun goes down. So their hours are all a little bit wonky. But we went into the Louis Vuitton. I was with Natalia, Alexa Bliss, Mojo Raleigh was with me, who who is uh, is he Muslim? I don't want to say that wrong. Anyways, he was with us. And um uh, th- there was women working at the Louis Vuitton and when they wanted to get photos with us, they would take their scarf down and let their hair out and they would just like take photos with us like normal. Oh yeah. So, you know, it was really interesting just to see how much things can, uh, 
can kind of progress here. But yeah, it was really cool. So uh, WWE is now heading back over to Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel. It's happening Thursday. We'll see Brock Lesnar versus Roman Women Reigns. Women wrestling too? And the women will be wrestling, uh-huh. yes. So get ready for that. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Serious XM Podcasts.